Welcome. We thank you for listening with us today. We ask that you please stow away and secure all important items. There are no emergency exits. So, just sit back, relax, fasten your earbuds, and enjoy. Coming to you from sunny Orlando, Florida, this is Funny to Informing. Welcome to Funny 2 Informing, episode 142. 142. I'm How about John- you? Oh. <laughs> I always got to try to do something. Corny, man. Yeah, hey, I never claim to be anything better. Yeah, I'm John. That's Chris Pizza Peisenberg Coleman. That's me. And we try to you know, focus on the jokes first, but with bits of information and personal stories and stuff from the news and sometimes interviews. Uh, we Boom, haven't, nailed it. Haven't had an interview in a long time. No, we haven't. Uh, so... I don't know. Let's we're gonna let the cat out of the bag. Well, I mean, we we it's don't have really a t- an interview. To be honest, we don't have a Tuttle's ten this week. So we figured we'd call him for ten minutes. Yeah, and a hard cutoff. Ten minutes, boom, you're done. I don't care if you're mid sentence, Tuds. This is your <laughs> warning. Ten minutes and out. Yeah, because uh, I mean, he was celebrating his hundredth episode. So yeah, it, I mean, there was a lot going on. He was super busy. So we're just gonna skip a week. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was busy recording it. We were we were busy behind getting it to him. It was a little bit of everything. It was nobody's fault there. And uh, so we figured let's just talk to him on the phone, and uh, whatever. Maybe he can do a little impromptu Tuttle's ten. Yeah, because he was gonna rush one, and I was like, Nah, don't do that. Nah, don't worry about that. Don't do that. Yeah. Um, but we do still have Did You Hears uh, to to wrap up the show. Yep. And um, other than that, it's just like a rambling bullshitter. Yeah, as I call them. It's pretty Rambling scattered. bullshitters. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like a bonus show, we're going to call it, even though it's not really a bonus. It's uh, 142. We, we do have uh, Rocky here, so if we need to look anything up or you know do some research, we, we got help in that department, which is good. And you have your computer in front of you, which is rare for you, Coleman. Yeah, I usually have my phone, but I figured, why not? I have access to the whole screen. Why not just use the whole screen? And then I have uh, the Google machines right here, too. And, and I don't have to... My, honestly, my phone has seen better days. Um, if anybody is looking to buy a uh, iPhone 8, uh, let me know. It's gone. Well, I'm getting rid of it. This is what's annoying is how long have you had that computer? Uh, three, four years. And how often have you used it? I mean, it used to be my uh, what I called my $1,000 Netflix machine <laughs> for the <laughs> longest time. And then I got a Fire Stick. And then it became my $1,000 uh, charge every now and then. And every time you open it, you have to do a download of the new software update. So um, uh, so now I'm actually fucking, I'm going to get use out of it. It's pristine though. For four years old, this thing is, when she's, I, a, she's a beaut. When I when I first saw that, I mean, it was extremely frustrating for me to uh, to find out that you were barely using it yeah. when you've had it this whole time. And it's, yeah, it's such a nice uh, machine. Yeah, I mean, they say the, the average lifespan of Apple products are like four and a half years. Four years and three months to be exact. Oh, that's not bad. Is I mean, what the, honestly, the phone works fine. I think honestly, what the problem is is I have a uh, screen protector over it. Uh, we were talking about my phone being a piece of shit, um, but I have a screen protector over it, and I showed you, John. It's got a bunch of cracks on it, but it's only the screen protector. So that when I try to type, if anybody has seen me type recently on social media, sometimes it is wonky as shit, and that's not even usually speech to text. That's usually just some kind of weird error correction my phone has done. Because it's not reading my my typing correctly at all. That's what I thought you did. It was the speech to text, and you just like kind of I mean, talked I, I, every time you were messaging no, somebody. No, 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 no. Occasionally, but I don't. I don't do that a lot. I hate that thing. I hate it so much. I can tell who's using it too because people. A lot will, of times you can. Yeah. People will will say a word and they'll be and then I'm reading it in the in the text like phonetically, but right. I'm, I'm seeing uh, it's kind of like this or well not kind of like that more like this and I'm like instead of texting all that no, I, know I know they could have just deleted that word and uh, yeah. texted the right word you wouldn't have you wouldn't have typed that word. 
word but out. it's a paragraph like this, of- um like uh yeah so um cool let me know okay mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm. not like that but more kind of sort of like and i'm like ooh, god buddy get there <laughs> get there already <laughs> yeah i've uh i haven't been really doing a lot you know we're still under the lockdown and uh, it's uh striking back up man it really is it's uh, spiking as they call it well that's relative to more people getting tested okay not okay trump you're no, right well, let's stop getting tested and then those numbers will go down guys but, it's simple dumb math that's not what i'm saying definitely keep testing them but you know it's not as surprising when you think of the fact of oh yeah the, you know they're testing thousands of more people so we're i'm expecting to see more results you know it's not i'm not surprised by it um i don't think that it's any more problematic than it was a month ago because this has been a problem for this the whole year yeah already. pretty much yeah since like march really i mean we've been here about it since february january and then uh yeah really it's had us on lockdown for most almost yeah the majority of the entire year which is halfway done yeah and some people are like maybe three months in or you know in february they're i'm not that worried about it it's not that big of a deal then by the next month they're super worried and then like maybe a week ago they weren't worried and now they are again i'll tell you mine mine has my fear or whatever or taking it more seriously has uh not to use no pun intended here but uh, has also spiked because I feel like I should try to take it a little more seriously now. Plus, Orange County has done this whole mask mandate. So, you know, I had to get on the mask train. Um, you know, I don't like wearing them either, but I'm not one of those, you know, it's not making or breaking me. Like, I don't want to wear it. No. Um, I do. I hate wearing it for a long period of time. Absolutely. But if that's what I have to do, I, that's what I have to do. Otherwise, I can just sit at home. But I, I definitely, I totally understand, you know, where that's coming from. And uh, I know now in the restaurant business being downtown where I'm at, um, you know, it's very social. Uh, like people are everywhere. Sometimes in a lot of places, uh, we talked about it on what's the fuss the other day. Uh, some places just are not, uh, adhering to the rules and regulations and keeping their numbers like they oh, should. Yeah. yeah, we were debating on the idea of just getting tested, you know, one, because you want to let your employers know that you're good. Absolutely. And then you want to, like, just out of curiosity's sake, like, have you had it before? Or Right, well, that's the know. antibody test. All you know, if you take just the swab test, all you find out is if you have it currently or not. If you want to know if you've had it and been over it, you have to take the antibody test. Oh, uh, but eh. anyway, long story short, I have to take, I have to get the test on. I was supposed to go today, but it was packed and I couldn't. So I set an appointment for Thursday. So Thursday, by the time, next time we talk on a microphone, uh, I will uh, have my test on. And then probably shortly thereafter, I will have my results. Yeah. So hopefully by episode 143, <sighs> we could come into it with uh, positive or negative results. On I don't you. know if it'll be that, that quick, man. Some people are taking a week or, or more just because well, there's so many tests going on. Well, some of them are like instant though. You yeah, can, you I can don't, find I don't, out right I'm away. I'm not getting the instant test. I know uh, where I'm going. It's not the instant test. I don't but know. Anyway, um, uh, yeah, working downtown, like I was saying, and everybody being as close to proximity as they are, it has me freaked out. I know somebody personally. John, you know someone. You've met them yeah. uh, from the downtown crew that hangs out. I saw him in my restaurant Wednesday. As of Friday, I heard he had COVID and was in the hospital on Thursday. And yeah, I was going to say- this guy's young. What, so. the, uh, in his 30s, right? Yeah, 30-something years and old. And what the consensus was, what, it, he, he said it was the worst he had ever felt in his life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and this guy's been in the Navy, so I, you know he's no pushover. Jeez, I mean, he is, but he's not. Just <laughs> kidding. I, mean, I hope he feels better, but uh, yeah, I mean, I think he's going to be okay. But yeah, he just he said he felt really fucking terrible at least initially right away and had to go to the hospital. Wow, yeah, and I mean, being so cooped up at the house, I uh, 
I started watching a few different shows, and I've been like kind of leaning towards uh, game shows again. Every once in a while, I go through the waves where I, I like game this shows. Stupid game show the other day too. Just sometimes on Hulu, they'll throw them up on my on my menu, and I'll watch. <laughs> yeah. them. Did you watch The Floor Is Lava? Uh, the Floor. I didn't watch that Bro. one. I can watch another one and tell you about it. So that's cool. That the, I want to see The Floor Is the Lava. The Floor Is, uh, is Lava because I was going to ask you what you thought the number one trending show. Okay. I think it's on Netflix. The number one trending show on Netflix right now is The Floor Is Lava. Is it really? Yeah, it's and, on Netflix. I think okay. so. Okay, I, I didn't know. I thought it was on Hulu. I was looking for it the other day. That's probably why I couldn't no, find it. No, because Hulu has the other one. Has the one. Um, Ultimate Tag. Yeah, Ultimate Tag. Yeah. You, did you watch <laughs> that one? That's the one I watched. I'm in love. It's bit. American Gladiators slash parkour. It's so good. Oh, I, you know, anybody that knows me knows I want to, you know, hardcore parkour. <laughs> All over Universal Theme Park. Yeah, I was I was playing the floor is lava. You know, when I was a kid for years, really? I was playing that okay. game with my I never friends. Really, like played it. I don't think. I mean, I guess we did. We said like, oh, don't touch the floor. I don't know if we said the floor is lava. Maybe we said the floor is snakes or something. Oh well, I yeah, don't know. yeah. Well, Back in my day, there was no lava. If you're in Florida, the we floor- only had snakes. <laughs> in Florida, the floor is gators. No, I'm, no. <laughs> in Florida, it's gators. I'm from Georgia. It's, uh, the floor is the clan. Stay off the clan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, man. It's uh, especially if it's like a hardwood white floor. You're just like, <laughs> it's, it's pointy masks. It really not, stabs your feet. It does not look good. It's but, pointed hoodie masks. Uh, Don't step on those. No, but those. I mean, I used to love those games, and now so it's kind of nostalgic for me to to go back and watch them but I, it's for me it, floors lava is relatable to wipeout okay how, how yeah people will wipe out i mean but you have less time to strategize with wipeout the floor is lava like you're okay so there's yeah. three of you as a team okay i didn't watch it and i heard a bad review so that's why i wanted to ask you since you've watched it no i like thought. it okay i mean i know obviously it's not like oh the writing's stellar it's a fucking stupid mindless brainless like uh time wasting show you know like that you just watched a it's like a guilty pleasure kind of, you know, it's not like something that's deep. So obviously yeah, it's not yeah, going to yeah. be like that, but um, it, it, it's cool that you give it a, a, a high mark. I'm going to, I'm going to check it out. It is. It is awesome. There's- I saw another one um, on Hulu. I can't remember what it was called, but it's hosted by Adam Scott. And uh, God, I forgot. Oh, they were like, it was, it was just kind of cheesy. One was called, uh, oh, it's called, it's called don't. And uh, one was like, don't blink. And they had to stare and they start with a hundred thousand dollars. And then every time they blink in the you know, 60 second, four people in a 60 second time span, they lose $5,000 or whatever. Um, that seems like an interesting one. Don't. don't. That's it. That's it. Yeah. There you go. And people, it's being up oh, the, uh, thank you, Rocky, giving us background info here. Um, and the, the headline there say that it rates as a do. So that means it's good. <laughs> yeah. That's good. The headline was called it a wacky game show. It, it is wacky. Um, like one of the things was called, uh, don't get tired. And I was like, oh, what's that mean? And it was like, it's so on the nose. Like, oh, stand out here. Okay. You have, uh, here's the question. You have A, B, C, or D to answer. Pick your answer. Stand on that, on that letter. And then that's at the bottom of a ramp. And then if you're, and then when, when they reveal your answer, they they let loose the three tires on the four ramps. And if your answer is right and you're standing on the right ramp, you won't get hit by this oh, giant. Oh, that tire. does sound fun. Don't get tired, and it knocks you into this giant uh, fucking foam mat. You know, it's like one of those, like kind of floor is lava. A little less active than that. Yeah, I, I do encourage people to to watch those shows. They are so much fun. I mean, but. Oh, and this actually brings up a good point, too, because it's Father's Day. Y- yesterday, for Father's Day, we went and visited my girlfriend's dad and my dad. And, uh, we went, yeah, it was we, good to see them. We went in the pool a little bit, uh, but we, we, we were playing Marco Polo, bro. 
No shit. We were playing Marco Polo in okay. the pool. And when was the last time you Marco played something? Marco Polo, bro. <laughs> Polo, bro. Polo, bro. <laughs> yeah. But uh, like, what did you do for Father's Day? Because you had to have done something. Yeah. Um. Let's see. I woke up. I uh, brushed my teeth. I got ready for work. Went to work. Came home. Ate. Went to sleep. Here I am. I yeah. didn't do shit. That sucks. My kid was out in Daytona. Uh, we were going to do something, but I had to work, and I couldn't. I tried to get it off. I had asked in advance, and uh, we actually had a dude at work who had a death in the family, so he's out of town. So people had to pick up and, and pick up the stuff. Well, yeah, and that-, that He would have done it for me. That so. beats out, yeah, yeah. like any holiday that's dude going had to on. Go to, dude had to, in the middle of the fucking pandemic, had to go to Louisiana and deal with his, over Father's Day, deal with his uh, his dad's funeral. Yeah. So yeah, uh, wow. I can I can work a couple shifts. Yeah, but happy no Father's way. Day to uh, to to all the dads out there. I am I know I know I'm not ready for a kid yet. I can't couldn't handle it for me. Like I would be on the same level as my kid, or, or they would bring home math homework or something, and I'd oh, be dude, like yeah. I'd, I'd be telling them I don't know either. But guess what? What that's, do you want? Okay, well, you think that's going to change in ten years? Guess <laughs> what? It's going to get worse. You know more math today than you will by the time these kids are bringing math home to you, especially when it gets hard. By the time it, get, it gets hard in high school or whatever, hot, late junior late junior high, you'll be fucking old and you'll have even lost more information. I feel like if I were to become plus, a father, they'll be doing that core curriculum. Is that what they call that shit? That fucking horrible oh, yeah. math they do. That's like a box or something. I don't know. It hurts my head worse than normal math which hurts my fucking head it's too much it really is I too much it. common core that's I'm, it i'm gonna be one of those parents that try like just lives a lie like and just make up my own rules for math and just tell them that that's the answer hey, no that's what you have to do with history man honestly <laughs> honestly yeah. i heard i heard a scholar talk about this recently not to get deep or anything but uh, just to say that like i did did you know say that as far as history goes when your kids come home from school school is like a an indoctrination like not to make a cheesy rhyme an indoctrination station essentially government schools especially government schools that are funded by government are uh are putting out you know the whole columbus discovered america theory clearly not true oh right what does that teach kids from immediate immediate where do you think white privilege comes from this was their point like their greater point uh you know the white man came over oppressed all the brown people over here and immediately and now you're telling children from the time they're four years old that white men are superior to brown men obviously look what they did they came over here they took whatever they wanted they raped and plundered so to speak we have america it and kind of what but, and what who does best in america yeah, white men it presents a narrative of like a, like it doesn't really present the good versus evil but no that, that but is it, kind of how it, it comes off it. yeah absolutely yeah, yeah you don't yeah. have to say that oh they savage indians and you don't have to put that in their head you know like there's definitely sources out there that will do that but the schools won't do that but they it's a it's it's a light indoctrination but it's, it lasts like what how long is school 15 years yeah you know 12 years it, well because they have to they i feel like they oversimplify certain things like that and when they, maybe it's because of you know comprehension issues you know when you're at a certain age you try to make sure you don't you know cram their brains too much with a bunch of random stuff in history right but at the, well, so, that's why you just start trickling it in but yeah. maybe trickle it in accurately I know. Did anyone ever think about that? And Moderately. We'll, and maybe help kids understand like perspective too, because there's a lot of bias that's getting taught in schools. Yeah. But then at the same time, there's a lot of like, this is the history and they give you one perspective as opposed to like, but some people would also say this, you know, as a counter argument, like I bring up the counter arguments. Really? So like in science class, they should be saying like, but some people say the earth is flat. 
Yeah. You think they should be? Okay. I mean, I guess they could bring, I mean, might, might as well. Like, it ain't, let, it ain't. If you are a true science teacher, right, then let your students, bring it up to your students, let them debate it and explain to them why that is false so that you don't have flat earthers running around. I like your thought process. Well, and they can see if they want to try to find a formula to, for it to actually make sense because, I mean, the, the science teacher is not going to have anything to show them to make sense that the earth is flat. Right. So it's not that they can teach it, but they can present the possibility of it's been argued and their best results are they put a water on a plate no i mean say, look at know, the horizon like, it's straight it's not <laughs> yeah, curved. Yeah. look at the edge of the world it's flat buddy come on <laughs> clearly that sky is painted everybody knows it's a ceiling well, how do i you know explain the pictures from space ah it's not flat it's a dome somebody's it's drawing a dome over the flat that's what gives the impression they only take pictures from due north <laughs> <laughs> yeah I don't Same studio it. where they fake the moon landing. Oh, buddy. Um, do you, you know frogs oh, are gay? Is Alex Jones still doing his thing? Fluoride. I don't know. Alex Jones better. Than I, uh, yeah, I think he is. I just don't think anybody carries him on any platforms. He just rambles literally in a basement somewhere. I thought he went off the deep end at have some you, point. Has any, have you seen that old movie, Better Off Dead, John Cusack movie? No. Great movie. No, no. Rocky, have you seen Better Off Dead? Oh, man. There's a, there's a character in that that does uh, a small like pirate radio show from uh from a shack and uh spoiler alert at the end a fucking uh fucking rocket comes in and kills him it was like a misplaced rocket classic movie i highly recommend watching it super spoiler alert yeah well that's not like that's not the the linchpin of the movie it's just like a side little note but it was it was funny anyway that's Um, alex jones now better Um, off dead guy unfortunately alex jones is uh kind of succeeding right now there's a lot of conspiracy theorists now that are out there because of all the crazy things that have been going on. lizard people it's pushed people right into his niche and he is i hate to say it but he's he's probably more popular than ever with his type his constituency but he's driven so far underground now right most people don't he's in a shack in the middle of nowhere like that guy from better off dead we covered bundles of cash shipped to him by the pallet load and 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 it's on it it, just like you just looked down at the floor when i said that i felt the same way yeah really it's it's amazing i had to steal myself so i could respond to that he uh like but there's been times where he has been accurate about what he's been saying so like there's some of it holds up you're right to where now he has foil hats <laughs> protect <don't know>. yourself <laughs> they're out there they uh like because we were talking about watching stuff so i wanted to mention this one thing real quick i had it in my notes i for, almost forgot i made a oh, note for, of okay, it okay cool i didn't know we we're gonna but, talk about uh, watching stuff i have a great recommendation so i only watched a little bit of it but you said you had watched all of it and we were discussing it uh to dave Chappelle's eight four six eight forty six eight forty six eight yep, minutes yep, yep. 46 seconds yep uh I, I mean it's a lot longer it's like a half hour right or yeah, a it's half longer. hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But obviously, it you know why it's titled that. Yeah, and right he's right. not even trying to be all that funny. I mean, he's just being no. Dave Chappelle as, as it, probably it, the realest I've ever seen him. I mean, for starters, he yeah to set it up, he's doing a show at a stage assembled on his property in Ohio, like in the middle of nowhere's Nowheresville, Ohio, wherever he lives. Yeah, and, because the so, beginning and, he's giving COVID tests and stuff, or like yeah, uh, they're, temperatures, they're temperature checks, and yeah, yeah, and everybody's like, you know, they did it right, they set it up right. Um, you know, everybody's like in their own groups and each table is uh you know they're in a giant field so they can uh, they can have giant crowd of people if they wanted uh but i'm sure there was a limited number of people and they had the tables you know set up at least six feet apart from each other and everybody was just sitting out there in a field and it didn't even actually need masks because you're outside yeah it was definitely a modest setting um it wasn't anything too ridiculous or crazy yeah um and but he was just 
I don't think he even had notes per se. I don't. I think he was just no. really going he, off of his feelings and yeah. the passion of of you know whatever was driving him to to convey his messages and you know the injustice of of what happened to George Floyd and getting kneeled on the back and how it's been you know for years up until before this moment you know how it's been existing this whole time and uh, he just made so many great points. He, he I mean he's a well spoken but he yeah. he surprises me sometimes with how well spoken he is. Yeah, I mean he's not like Obama or Killer Mike, but the thing he's saying ring very true because he's a super honest guy you know we've all seen his stuff we all know how much trouble he's gotten in for you know having opinions and saying making jokes about anything and everything yeah and i mean i don't want to you know try to emulate his message or try to recreate it or anything so you have to just check it out but well, it was amazing how he was going off of off the cuff yeah you know it, completely improving it like and just speaking from his heart and he was making all these connections and bringing it all, all back around yeah. in full circle yeah, and i was yeah. like this man is a genius um he might have had it i'm sure he had an outline you know what i mean like i'm sure he had yeah but i mean yeah there wasn't there wasn't like picking off notes or anything like that very professional as he would be in this point of his career you know you would hope but uh, uh you, you know a lot of what forced him to do this or, you know, pushed him to do this and do it right now and do it on that topic, aside from just doing a, a he could have just gone and did like he, I think he says this in the show. He could have just done a 10 or 15 or 30 minute show of just jokes and just made jokes, right? Comedy. Dave Chappelle does comedy in his yard and it would have been fucking viral. It would have gone huge, right? He could have sold it to whoever he wanted. He did this. He didn't sell it to anyone. It was up on YouTube for free. It went viral all over the place. Because it, it was heartfelt to him because not only was it 8 minutes and 46 seconds that George Floyd was knelt on, which killed him, but he was born at 8.46 in the morning wow. on the day he was born, Dave Chappelle was. So he had that attachment, and he said when he heard that number, it obviously struck a chord far more than it did even watching the video of him dying. Yeah, so that maybe that was a prepared part for him, was the significance of the numbers and having to mention that. But like I wasn't expecting the message, you know, to be as powerful as it was. Yeah, I mean, it was all around the eight forty six concept. Absolutely. But my God, it was so it was that was fantastic. It was it couldn't have came across any better. It's a nice, tidy little thirty minute watch, and um, I feel like you know it's kind of I don't know. Feel like everybody should watch it. Agree or disagree? Watch it and then make your own thoughts about it afterwards. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I know. That we well, and I do want to talk about comedians a little bit more because some of them have been getting into trouble. Yeah, but we'll we'll save that for Digi Hears. Okay, that's fine. Um, should we give a swerve call on to- that? It's not about comedians. <laughs> we should we give Tuttle a call? Uh, yeah, let, well, let yeah, let's call Tuttle in place of Tuttle's ten. We'll do Tuttle's phone call. I want to yell at him. We're going to call. I want to yell at him for not delivering. We're going to uh, chastise him. A ten minute, a ten minute bit oh for God. us. I don't think we should. If we spin him up, he's just going to start shitting on us on our own show. But we have edit power, so let's do it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's give him a call right now. All right, ring him up. Tuttle. Oh yeah, 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 Chad. It's good, Chad. Hey, Tuttle, uh, can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you. Greetings and welcome, Tuttle. We, uh, yeah. Funny hey, to informing. Up? What's up, buddy? Uh, not much, man. Uh, just got back from the Greasy Spoon here in Oak Hill to get my mom and dad's food. Oh, that's a restaurant? And I was trying to... I thought you, would, I well, thought no, you were coming off with that... racist shit right away. No, 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 no. Um, you've never heard of the, you know, uh, a restaurant or anything being called a greasy spoon? Yeah, like a greasy spoon diner. It's a generalization. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. okay. Um, so I went and did that and picked that up and got some uh, 
some white boy crackers for my dad. Uh, he drinks the uh, big uh, Miller light cans, the ones with the screw top you can put back on. Aluminum, oh, right. The um, aluminum cans, yeah. Yeah, I call them white boy crackers because they're white, and when you open them up, they make a cracking noise. And I heard you. Uh, I heard so, you say that on your show. That was a while back, man. You're still working it. You're going to make that a thing. That's what you got to do. Do uh, it. In your radio, streets you ahead. have to be. You have to beat a bit into the ground. Oh yeah, which I do want to tell you, we are recording. If you didn't know, <laughs> yeah. I, Speaking of bits on uh, the ground, great. yeah, you're live on the show right now, and by live, we're not live at all. We're recording it, but then you're going to be oh, on the yeah. show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm going to sue you guys because you're not telling me that you're recording. <laughs> Two-party consent. Uh, Two-party consent. We, we uh, No, because we wanted to call you because, uh, you know, we, we didn't have a Tuttle's 10 from you, but we kind of asked you not to do one since you were doing your 100th episode <laughs> and celebrating a little bit while while trying to get uh, everything in order. And you're, you, you know, you've you been super busy. Uh, so we just figured, uh, you know, fuck it. We'll, we'll give him a call and we'll just check in a little bit and banter with him before uh, – you know, before starting it back up again next week. And give you a live yeah, on the show. Congrats on the 100, sir. <laughs> Thank you. And I apologize. I thought the first, like, two-thirds of the show was great, but that was a complete dumpster fire at the end of the show. <laughs> and I got into some people's shit hardcore after that. Um, I pissed a lot of people off. And yeah, that really made me look like a fucking hack ass hack ass amateur. So I apologize for that. No, no, no. It's it's no worries, man. And I, you know, I know exactly what you're saying. It just evolved a little into old school '90s radio antics there at the I end. I fucking hated it. And that was not your fault. That was uh, other people doing that. So I just wanted to quickly ask: you left all bridges unburnt in this case, right? You didn't burn down the uh, Key West bridges, did you? No, 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 no. I did not. But, the, you know, not I, I didn't burn the bridges of the important people, but the other people besides the important guy, I told them I don't want them anywhere near my fucking radio show. <laughs> okay, okay. But yeah, point taken. I, we know exactly what you're talking well, about. Well, and I mean, sure. yeah, there was like, you know, certain moments that, you know, came out great. So I was glad you were able to capture some some good stuff. Um, and it's it, it would have been easy for us to get mad and be like, oh, you know, we wasted our, our, a part of our night, you know, doing this for him and and he all you know didn't even barely have us on or didn't use it but now yeah i tried to bring you guys on as much as i could i apologize i really fucking do um but like hey it was worth your time because you guys made a connection with matt mazur right absolutely and and ciroc yeah, so so don't don't try to make me feel bad. No, that's your own white guilt. No, well, yes, I have white guilt, but you know, <laughs> you guys brought it up because then you were really pissed and thought I was a cocksucker. And well, no, that no, was no, just your way no, of like not oh, any we wasted our time. No, 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 we didn't think you were any more of a cocksucker after that night than we did going into it, sir. <laughs> you well, no, because I just know that before you know you were just saying that uh, some people were getting mad at you or they were frustrated at the end of it or how it turned out for them or but like I, I don't know like it, it's easy to react like that but I don't know I, there was no reason to get mad about it. I mean, you, know you were what? trying your best and doing everything. You were juggling so much. It's easy to be critical of yourself. <laughs> John is the number one at that. I'm number one at that. Tuttle was, I'm sure, just doing the same thing. He was just uh, just being very critical of what, you know the product he just put out. And maybe, and a lot of times, when you care about what you're doing, you might be overcritical. And, and what sucks is that 
I really thought the interview I did with Jana Banana and Russ was brilliant. It was. I didn't know that Russ and Jana had not talked since she left the station. So it was kind of cool to get them two back together and talk. Uh, and I had a great time. I took a lot of shit. Everybody's like, oh, yeah, go ahead and suck Russ's dick or soak up to him and stuff. And I'm like, listen, that whole me being an asshole and burning bridges, look where it got me. So I'm going in a different direction and trying to play nice with everybody, but you can't you can't win one way or the other. No, I know absolutely. You're always going to you know you're, you're gonna it's always going to be polarized, and one side's going to jump on your back, and the other's going to not go with you. Yeah, and I mean, and what's I, funny? What's funny is I got you guys two connections, and you still haven't you know gotten me back with uh, Sean Watson and stuff. But I, you know, I thought that was your boy and everything. <laughs> no, know? see that shows what you know, sir. He keeps us on the periphery, like a like a smart radio host. I let too many like scumbags into my inner circle, <laughs> and it, it comes in and bucks me. So uh, it is what it is. See, I like surrounding myself with uh, the scumbags. I I, I want to insult Tuttle back, but he you you insult yourself too much for me to even like say anything worse than that. Like, no, that's your first and last mistake there, John. <laughs> oh well, listen, listen. I insult myself because my cutting problem uh, became it, it became too much of a problem, um, and I was you know going too deep. So I just uh, verbally cut myself with insults. You don't you don't have like Aspergers or anything like that, do you? Uh, I do have a little bit of autism in me. A little I bit. I really do. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, I was just asking. I, I wasn't sure. Hey, girl, way. you got a little bit of autism in you. <laughs> you want <What>? some? <laughs> Why do you say that, John? No, I was just asking. I didn't know because you were no, talking no, about cutting yourself, and 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 I didn't know. Like, and I know that that's a trait with Aspergers is like uh, oh, constant, like um, you know, beat like beating on yourself or being hard on yourself. So I didn't know if that was a uh, something that was going on. John took a semester of psychology online one time, and here <laughs> it comes. Hey, John, John, I'm serious. That there would be a great bit. Um, if you would like to do a therapy session <laughs> where I lay on a couch and you can, you know, we can talk about my inner demons and everything that has happened. I would be open to letting you do like a, you know, be my psychiatrist for like a, you know, half hour or whatever. And you, we can, you know, get into everything if you want. I don't know if you think mm. that's good radio or not. I think I would make a great therapist and that, that does sound like a good time. And I think people would want to hear that. Mm. Yes. Touching on my outer demons, <laughs> and, you, and you and you know I'll answer any questions you ask. Yeah, and I and will. That would be entertaining. And I, I don't and I don't pat myself on the back too often, but I would make a phenomenal therapist. I think I could really work some stuff out for you. Mm, down below. Well, but I mean, you you know why? Because you you have empathy for people, Chris. He doesn't give a fuck about anybody. I think he's killed a couple of homeless people uh, <laughs> that we don't know about. They were fucking homeless. Who cares about them? Just <laughs> kidding. Just kidding. I gave a homeless man change the other day. He was a veteran. Told him thank you for his, your and service. I, and I really I really feel bad about that, guys. I hope you know, like, I wasn't trying to be a dick. I was just trying to juggle too many balls on that day. Um, and I feel bad. But at least you were able to meet some good connections. So at least it wasn't a waste of time, I hope. No, 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 it wasn't. Not no, at all. It wasn't at all, man. We weren't upset about it at all. We totally in the moment knew what was going on. And plus, I feel like it didn't help that someone else was controlling who was dropping in, who was dropping out. You know what I mean? If it was well, everything no. was at your fingertips, you could have 
You know, at some point you were like, oh, is so-and-so in here? Can we get them in? If you were clicking and adding, you would have been right on top of things, you know. But it, I just think well, it was a lot of, like you said, balls in the air. I got the audio and the video from when you guys were on, and I'm going to edit that up so it sounds nice and tight, and you guys will get your, you know, spotlight there for a little bit so it's not going to be a waste of fucking time no we don't we don't think it was at all it was a good time and it was cool like uh but when you weren't even in the feed you had dropped out because you needed to like restart oh, or guys, something we were talking to Sirach, and uh we were you, yeah we were just like kind of trying to keep things going see now that shows how brilliant and why you guys deserve to be on terrestrial radio because you didn't even hesitate from what i saw and you guys just pretty much uh, picked up the fumble and ran with it, and I really appreciate that, guys. No, no, it was uh, it was definitely our pleasure, and I mean, we were just glad to have the opportunity to share, like, on the list of you know a Dan Dennis and a Russ Rollins and a Janet yeah. Banana and all these people yeah. that you were having on. I was just glad that you considered us to celebrate with you uh, while with all that. And that was the most embarrassing thing of all. I fucking had Dan Dennis on. And my fucking Wi-Fi hotspot completely shit the bed. And when I come back, he's gone. And I'm not mad or anything. I don't blame him. The dude's got an image to, you know, to well, keep up with. For sure. And I know this much about him. I think he's normally, like, I feel like that was late for Dan to be, like, up and participating in stuff. I know Dan uh, famously yeah. is like, oh, I turn my phone off at this time at night. And I don't, you know, I don't fuck with the internet. And I just do family stuff. So he, I feel like he, did, you know, whatever time it was he came on, you know, it was kind of past his quote-unquote bedtime or his social bedtime. So, uh, he, you know, he, you know he, he reached out and did you a favor on that. I, and for sure, I, I definitely, he wanted to support you. And you know what's funny, and I'm not saying anything bad about Tom, but I thought, you know, because I, I'm used to drunky, uh, I thought <laughs> never in a million years I would get this response from them. Hey, can you do my show? What time is it, Tuttle? Uh, it's uh, start today. Oh, I have to make sure I'm putting my kids to bed at that time. I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck is this all about? Yeah. I, am I living in Bizarro World or something? The fuck, that man. Drunky the Bear is telling me he's got to be responsible and put his kids to bed. How far he's fallen from the King of Deltona. You both have had different no, falls. <laughs> he's not fallen. Look at him. He looks in shape like he's lost weight. Like, I mean, he's I mean, he's got his shit together. And I, I'm proud of all the success that uh, Tom and Dan have. For sure. They're killing it, like, uh, professionally and it looks like personally, you know, from what you see online. Like, I see that, yeah, like you said, I see their pictures. I see, you know, their wives, their kids. Uh, they look, everybody looks, you know, really good, healthy and happy. And they are uh, probably doing better than ever. Yeah, so can I ask the question, like, what happened this weekend? Because, you know, I felt really bad about not being able to do the total 10, and you're like, oh, we only plan on doing, like, a half a show today. So what the fuck happened uh, that got you guys in a funk that you're only going to, you know, you didn't feel like doing, you know? No, it wasn't even a, it wasn't even really a funk. It was just kind of like a last minute thing. John decided he's been super busy with it. We're just over the weekend. Totally. We've been busy. We, uh, John produces another show and I do third mic on another show. And, uh, with work yeah. schedules and stuff, that got pushed back a day. So our schedule was just a, a totally off. And then we, we did another, we did your stream, uh, Friday night. We did another stream Saturday night with another show. And we were just way behind, and we decided we were going to do a half a show, but we can never do a half a fucking show. Yeah, no. We so this is going to wind up being a whole show. This is our last half of the first segment, and we're thrown to a break after we talk to you. Yeah, we, we, we changed our minds, so we're going to do a full show again, but yeah, and plus Father's Day was this weekend. And we always, yeah, Father's Day as well. We always need a break after we talk to Tuttle. Everyone knows that. 
Yeah, now let me let me ask you guys though, and you don't have to tell me where, but like I don't even know what you guys do. Like, what is y'all's profession? Oh, I work in uh, like like landscaping, irrigation work. Um, you know, so I work a lot on like residential houses or in plazas outside. John digs you in the are, dirt all now, day. You, are you born and raised in Florida, John? Hell, hell no. Where are you from? I'm from Philadelphia. Now, but like you are one of those guys you got to look out for. Like if you're doing landscaping and shit like that, you're a wiry motherfucker. And like you are the type of guy that does like you look at you and you're like, oh, this guy will be nothing. But like I got a brand new like outlook on you. Like I don't even want I would never mess with you because like if you're doing landscaping and stuff and and with the mustache that you're rocking at the moment, <laughs> I would not want to fuck with you. Because you either have a switchblade or a boot knife that, you know, will come out the front of the boot and you will kick me right in the summit with it. It's just a really, uh, really, really fine sharpened pencil that I have in uh, my is, pants. So are you saying he's a shark or a jet? Which one is he? Because he's definitely going to be I'm singing and dancing saying, when he guts you. Well, how about this? I'm saying John is basically the American version of what Brad Pitt was playing in the movie Snatch. Like one of those gypsies. Fucking, yeah. Um, uh, pikey. Pikey. Yeah, you're, you're, you're a pikey. You're a pikey, yeah. Oh, American God. Pikey. Caravan. Caravan for my mom. What Who? do you do, Chris? I, 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 can I guess? Sure, sure. You work you're going to say something terrible. Kiosks. You work at one of those kiosks, like at a gas station, where you're trying to sell uh, secondhand uh, theme park tickets to nope. people. God, nope. So close yet so far away. It's uh, I'm, sm- I'm selling uh, Spectrum at a table inside Walmart. Oh, and I'm very successful. Uh, no, I work in restaurants. Hey, what are you? Yeah. You're breaking up. Can you hear me? I think. I said, the, what are you like? A manager? A waiter? No, uh, I'm a cook. I'm just a cook now. I've been a manager in the past. Um, I get my nickname Pizza Peisenberg because until recently, uh, for the last 20 years, I've uh, I've made pizza or managed uh, pizza restaurants or worked in the pizza hey. industry. But now I'm just hey, uh, like a line you. cook at a, an American bar and restaurant. Hey, let me ask you this. I When I worked on Drew Garabo's show, when I was his producer, he used to talk about how it is just a big fuck fest with people at work at a restaurant. Like the, the hostess are fucking the waiters, the cooks are fucking the bartenders. Like he just says it's a big orgy. Oh God. Um, traditionally, yes, it is. It does happen a lot. Um, where we're at now, I only know of like one like co-work affair, but also I know that sometimes when everybody goes out together, you know, people go out in groups, you know, people get drunk and maybe shit happens. I don't, but as far as like, uh, you know, known work affairs, uh, uh keep in mind, we're only like eight, six, eight months old. We just opened about eight months ago. Um, so, yeah. uh, so it's still new, but yeah, it's already shit is shit is forming and stuff does happen in restaurants for hey, sure. Hey, uh, Tuttle, not to, um, not to rush you off, but, um, I know uh, you guys are got to go yeah we got dan dennis waiting man we got to bring him in and uh, talk to him all right man guys i I apologize but i'll get back to the swing of things next week i love you guys love you too buddy thank you for all your hard work man seriously we shit on each other but we appreciate what you do yeah we're we're looking forward to the next tuttles 10 next week all right man see you guys all right take care bye bye Cool. Cool. Yeah. So that'll serve as a Tuttle's ten for this week. It will. That was a. I don't even know how long the phone call was. Easily ten minutes. Uh, uh, like fifteen. But real quick, you can find Tuttle where you can find Tuttle on uh, all the podcast players. Tuttle's daily. Tuttle daily podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah. Tuttle dot com. 
Is that him? It's uh, Tuttle I don't on know, the radio. I don't know if he has rights to that, but it's um, you know uh, at Tuttle uh, on YouTube, Instagram, yeah. Twitter, Facebook. Yep. Literally at Tuttle, T-U-D-D-L-E. It's and as easy as that. He does a daily podcast. He's over 100 now because we celebrated his 100th on Friday. So Yeah, Tuttle Daily Podcast and uh, Tuttle himself, the guy, gem of a human being in my in my books. And um, I, and I, we always need a break when we're done talking to him. That's right. What did I say? we got to have a break after Tuttle. <laughs> I'm exhausted. So we're going to throw to this topical song. Get a dose of dirty cold to go. Been cold since cold flow. Got a wire to enlarge and I'll set a fire down below. I hang it up when you say sorry, didn't know. Probably got a year, ten to go, so let's go. I don't really know how to go slow. Just got done walking in the snow. Goddamn, that motherfucker's cold. Hey, you in the wrong mode, you open and close, you know, holes, no go. This whole world's a shit mode, built to the brim like Gitmo. When you think it don't get more low, with limbo to the sticks on flow. All oppression's born of lies, I don't make the rules, I'm just one guy. I'll do respect and getting spit on, how respect is now defined. I'm for truth, but you got screwed and drank the Kool-Aid. There's a line, it ends directly at the edge of a mass grave that's their design. Funny fact about a cage, they're never built for just one group. So when that cage is done with them and you still pour it, come for you. The newest lowest on the totem, what godly G you have been used. You have to build a death machine that down the line will kill you too. Christians yelling at different kids in prisons ain't a sin shit Even one scrap of what Jesus taught connected you feel different What a disingenuous way to piss away existence, I don't get it I say you lost your goddamn minds if y'all possess one to begin Just with Just got done walking in the snow, goddamn that motherfucker cold Just got done walking in the snow, goddamn that motherfucker cold Just got done walking in the snow, goddamn that motherfucker cold Just got done walking in the snow, goddamn that motherfucker cold Got though, 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 got though,
Clicking on that Welcome back and did you hear uh, this is the the segment where we get uh, some bits of news and stuff and try to uh, interpret it as best as we can and break it down a little bit. But did you like how we went straight from the middle song to the Did You Hear music? Right into Digi's. Yeah, well, I mean, there was nothing else to talk about or get to. That's we figured- what we're jamming into the second segment after Tuttle's extended talking to and uh and so that's what we came right in with screw it yeah i mean uh this is episode 142 of funny to informing i'm john that's chris pizza peisenberg coleman how do you do and uh did do we know who's starting this off i'm gonna kick it off right oh, here right now i was gonna say i already forgot to pay off a tease we talked about before break uh we talked about the comedians in the uproar chris delia and uh danny masterson with oh the yeah too and the allegations yeah uh it's not a comedian this story i've got here it's uh this could possibly be big i need to i don't know if there's a follow-up yet but as of yesterday justin bieber accused of sexual assault and lengthy social media post to twitter of all places what do you mean social how does the social media post that's where everybody's been outed oh people are putting it on twitter they're tweeting it so justin bieber is tweeting that he like defending no. himself no, someone or somebody tweeted that he sexually assaulted them. Oh. Yeah, let's see. Let me get my... Uh, there's quite a few. Quite a few. Uh, and they're responding as well, obviously. But uh, yeah, anonymous woman accuses Justin Bieber of sexually assaulting her at the Four Seasons in 2014. Bieber's camp deny the claims and say he was staying in an Airbnb on that date. How, how old was he in 2014? He Oh, it says here. I that's, can give you that information. That's six years ago. She stated at the time she was 21 years old and he was 20. Danielle and her friends attended an event in Austin, Texas on March 9th, 2014 that was hosted by Bieber's manager. She said the singer surprised everyone at the Austin venue. Uh, she wrote her and her friends approached by a man offering to arrange a photo op with Bieber. She accepted it. It wound up in a hotel room. Uh, Bieber took her phone and told her not to tell anyone about the encounter. Uh, I, that seems believable that yeah. he would he would say it was something just like, like that. one of those skeevy situations in the bedroom and i guess they he started kissing her and then he it was it, long story short it's kind of like a forcible kiss and it was one of those situations where she kind of felt trapped and wanted out and he i don't think he was physically keeping her there but he was definitely pressuring her you know it was one of those situations yeah and then like no video some or consent pictures. non-consent stuff he took her phone which seems weird then he told her definitely you know don't tell anybody about this his camp is denying this is the funny part his camp not funny but uh, this is where it gets it gets twisted his camp is denying it saying he was staying in an airbnb some airbnb somewhere else uh 
people have taken to on to Twitter on his account to dig back to this time, 2014. They have the date. So they they dug back to look for geotags to see tweets he had made that could have been around that area. And wow. they found tweets that come up geographically located where that four seasons. Oh, boy. Around the same time. Yeah, I mean. That's, so, dum, dum, dum. That's stay al- tuned. We'll try to follow up. That's always one part of the argument is people always say like, oh, you know, what if they're lying or I need to see details or there's got to be proof. That's what they say. But they're finding the proof, you know. Hashtag Me too is so yesterday. And the last thing I got to say about it is Wampa. Because, I mean, didn't Justin Bieber just recently, like, find God? Like a year ago. I don't ago, know. Did he? Did he? He, he was, did he? He was getting like super, P, super. Did he take that, take that, take that? He was very close to his like pasture or some or somebody like. or His pasture? Or, did they put him out to graze <laughs> or uh, was he praying to God? What's going on over here? <laughs> oh, his pasture. A moo. His pasture. Pasture. I don't know how to. Uh, pasture. Pasture. Hurricane. Pasteurized like milk. Oh, God. <laughs> anyway, back to me in the studio, Chris. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so there was a, uh, let's see, which story do I want to get to? I got so many good ones here. Uh, which did we decide on, John? Which one do you want to hear? You want to hear? Okay. This one, let's get right to it. Okay. Let me get this one out of the way. Cause it's, I'm just going to let you have this go. conversation did, with yourself. <laughs> did you hear COVID-19 patient dies in India after family unplugs ventilator to plug in air cooler slash air conditioner? They call it an air cooler. Whoa. Over did they know that um, they were take like... They were that they were taking the life well, away from. Here, here you go. It's a it's a it's a pretty short story. Uh, let's see. I mean, it's understandable if you didn't know. June fifteenth, no, at the hospital in the Kota district of the North Indian state of Rajasthan. I bear, bear with me, folks. No way, that's a North right. Indian place. It, look, it's got some J's and THs in it. It's very tongue tie. Rajasthan. 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 The patient was a 40-year-old man who arrived at the hospital reporting breathing difficulties and was suspected to have COVID-19. The hospital has has been designated as a COVID-19 center, but for the safety of our patients, we have made a makeshift isolation ward to admit suspected patients. He was put into this observation ward. Uh, he tested negative for COVID-19 after his death, awkwardly enough. But anyway, that while he, before, while he was still alive, yeah, the temperature reached what they're saying, 41 degrees Celsius, which uh, do you have any idea of Celsius to Fahrenheit? I actually I, don't. I know, I know like, I think it's like. I know I have it, it here. I have it. I just didn't know. If when John it's like it. zero degrees Fahrenheit, it's like 32 Celsius or right. something. So it's Or weird. vice versa. Yeah, yeah. So you think, oh, you just add 32 degrees, but that's not the case. Because 41 degrees Celsius is 106 Fahrenheit. No. So it's 106 in the hospital. And here, let wow. me just surmise this for you. Uh, the hospital in this, in this, this ward that they had put him in, it was a separated ward. And during the day, uh, actually they had turned, they would, what they would do was when a, they had so many patients in there on ventilators, they didn't have the power from the generator to run the air conditioner and the ventilator. So to save lives, they turned off the air conditioner. He had visiting family there. They unplugged a plug. It, here's what happened. It apparently had a backup on it. They unplugged his ventilator to plug in a portable air conditioner because they knew that the hospital was doing this. So looking ahead, they thought, we'll bring all, our own portable air conditioner, right? They unplug his ventilator, not knowing what it was, plug it in. They didn't know they unplugged it because it had a battery backup. 
Uh, and so nothing shut off immediately. Right. But how do they you left, not know? And then the shit, they left. They didn't plug it back in, apparently. They left with their shit. And then he died later. Wow. Well, like, how do you not follow the wire? Like, how do you, you know? Why are you just unplugging shit in a fucking hospital? In any, especially where your family is at. Like, come on, man. I don't, just, okay. <laughs> he, as bad as it is for you visiting, he's fucking in there dying, you know, literally. Yeah. Full disclosure, I did it earlier where. You I, killed I was a man in, in India just would, to watch him die? <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was in the corner over there and I there was a cord. That I I would had yeah, to charge one of the I laptops, saw you. and you go, "Hope that's not an important one." Bloop, it, <laughs> just, and nothing shut down, and we were like, "Looks okay, looks did, okay to me." I, was, I hope this isn't important, and then I just pulled it right after that. And I mean, so they probably did. Rajneesh the same. upstairs is uh, probably dying right now. You yeah, plug this ventilator. I feel down. like at a hospital, you should be following it. Check. Thank you. Make sure it goes. Just to don't a, unplug it. Yeah, <laughs> right. Find I mean, an empty plug. There's got to be one that goes to like a lamp. Deal with the fact. That you don't have an air conditioner. You know, like, I'm sorry, it's 106 degrees, but that's it, yeah. how it is there. Is that the breaking it's point? Terrible. Is 106 degrees Fahrenheit, like, it's, enough? Is it to- the boiling point? Not it, quite. 212. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, is that where how you convince yourself, okay, um, I, I got to make this switch, and they got to take one for the team and just go ahead and die because I'm feeling too hot. Let's see. Dr. Sexina, sorry, Saxena, says that while the patient's ventilator had backup battery, the family didn't inform hospital staff they were unplugging it. The battery eventually ran out of charge, and the patient's condition immediately deteriorated before he passed away. That is a tough situation. The doctor filed a complaint saying the patient's relatives had misbehaved and been negligent. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So that's where we're at on that. Whether you know or you don't know, that that is negligence right there. Back um, to you in anything but a COVID center, John Hannon. Did you hear that um, Trump had a rally in Tulsa, you know, for his recent, um, you know, his campaign and the elections that are coming up? I He's, did, I did. Uh, and, and supposedly, a lot of people uh, that mm. are K-pop supporters. Great story. And people that are TikTokers, some famous, you know, some just are. K- K-pop stands, they call them. Yeah. Not just fans. They call themselves stands. They knowingly call themselves stands. They, they are, they are. <laughs> what's the word? I'm ravenous. Ravenous. They're trying to be individualistic by and having trying, a name for their entire group. Absolutely. Well, and they're trying to make their voice heard. And I love it. I yeah. love this Gen Z movement here. They uh, supposedly really bought up a lot of the, the seats that, are, that were at the Trump rally. So. They were free, so they just took took the reservation yeah or made it available and took right. the space up yeah and uh there were a lot of seats that were empty from what i'm seeing it says as part of a coordinated effort which helped to trump leave. said he got a million requests for tickets he says that every time though yeah oh yeah it was only a nineteen thousand capacity city ve- uh, capacity it, venue right but they take they take so many because you have to put in your email and your information your phone number and your email and you have to submit to text and email uh marketing or whatever mailers and pr- and campaigning, so that's what they they'll take everybody's information. But oh, only yeah. nineteen thousand tickets are available. Yeah, but how many people showed? Uh, no, actually, well, there were hundreds of seats out of nineteen thousand. I heard the final numbers were sixteen thousand. Sixteen thousand. And yeah. a thing that he said millions were coming. A million got tickets for, and and millions were and a million came to, and no, yeah, didn't yeah. happen. Which didn't like happen. sixteen thousand out of a maximum of nineteen. It it sounds like it's mostly filled, but it, when you no, look at the pictures, it's terrible. It, it's, there's gaps. The huge lower gaps. bowl is filled. Everything up top. Yeah, totally, almost totally empty, right? Yeah, yeah. Big standing room on the floor, too. You saw that gif I shared in the group of uh, John Travolta 
standing on the dance floor, from <laughs> yeah. the, you know, looking around for uh, Mia Wallace. Like all confused. And, yeah, confused. And it's like just him gifting, standing on the big giant open section down there. I love that. That's a great gift. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a great uh, photo. It, it was definitely, um, you know, a, a talked about story. Uh, and, the, oh, and they were trying to say, because, you know, Trump, along with saying millions of people were trying to go and attend, they said that like 7.7 million or something were watching at home. And I'm like, yeah, is that is that true? That's, yeah, that's what they. That's of course, that's one of the things they spun up to say. Uh, uh, you know, um, no, no, that's why it wasn't. That's why it wasn't. It was impacted COVID, and people were just going to watch from home. Yeah, I'm sure like, a lot uh, of people did watch from home. Yeah, they, they said nobody showed people, up, but sure. everybody was watching at home. Like, nah, I don't think that that's true well, either. I as, don't know. As, as far as as well as deflecting from that, they also deflected your original charge of the uh, the TikTokers and the K-pop stands uh, taking up all the seating. Uh, the the administration immediately came out and said no, uh, they they don't know. Uh, their quote was, they don't know what they're talking about uh, well, by that, saying that. I think they're going. That was fake news. Maybe trying to take the power back, being like, we wanted it that way. Yeah, exactly. We that's, meant to do that. That's our social distancing, motherfuckers. <laughs> Look what I can do. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> yeah, uh, I can do the best things, the biggest things. <laughs> do you have the uh, the next one? Oh, is it back to me? Mm-hmm. All right. Which what's a good one? Well, we'll we'll piggyback off of uh, your story there. Did you hear John Bolton released a book? Uh, okay. You, did you hear about this? It's no. big news. John I, Bolton is the former, uh, let's see. I know uh, Trump's, I niece, his, Trump's yeah, niece is doing a book. She was going to do the tell-all. He, Trump's since come out and said that she signed an, uh, uh, no, an NDA, uh, non-disclosure agreement, saying she can't talk about anything that happened in the past. I don't know. That's still, uh, that's still being so. So we don't know if that book. Okay. Right. That book at this point is, I guess, being held up because of him trying we to We talked that. about that last week, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so, so yeah, I wanted to follow up quickly. That's a good that. follow up. Yeah, but John Bolton is also releasing a book, and uh, John Bolton was—he uh, was his national security advisor. So this guy knows everything, right? I mean, he is in charge of the security of Trump and America. I'm right? sure he sees a lot. Yeah. Well, so uh, I, I think this book's being held up too. Long story short, I know I have a hookup. Thank you to that listener out there. I got it on my Google Docs. And I actually have the book. I'm not going to read it because I have the bullet points here. And I'm going to give them to you guys. But uh, <laughs> You have the, the headline, cliff notes? I do have the cliff notes. And here you go. It, I love the headline. It caught my attention. And I was like, this might be good. And it is because it gives me all the points and bullets. It's uh, 16 batshit cra- crazy moments from John Bolton's book about Trump. Um, and the book is Number called, one. <laughs> number one. Trump asked China to help him win the 2020 election. I believe that. So yeah, Bolton says he... Uh, Let's see. He stressed the importance of farmers and increased Chinese purchases of soybeans. Oh, what's, what is that? I, see, I don't know. Like, if I wonder in this book, is he just throwing around accusations or are there things to support what he's saying or well, like uh, here's what evidence has people to it? Really upset with him about this. People are happy to hear the truth coming out from the, you know, behind the, behind the orange curtain, but uh, they hate Bolton because just during the impeachment hearings, he, uh, what did he plead the fifth or he just uh, failed to testify altogether and he had all these truths and he didn't tell them. And now people are like, fuck you, you piece of shit. You held out so you could sell a book yeah. when you could have helped the country. When things he's living against the president are pretty, you know, there you go. There's one. Trump asked China to help him win the next election, trying to trying to make backdoor deals. Yeah, it sounds like Bolton shot himself in the foot, kind of. Uh, Trump told China's leader that China leader, China's leader, China, that, <laughs> China leader, China leader, that <laughs> concentration camps are a good idea. It sounds like a salad. China lead a salad. Well, that's nothing to scoff at there, John. He told he told uh, the president Chi 
that China's policy of building concentration camps for its Muslim population, which are the people, there's a, I don't, I think they're coming from Serbia or somewhere close to there, and they're trying to escape like uh, political warfare and shit over there, and they're trying to come in, and they they hold them like they put them in internment camps. This is the, the solution that he and he's backing it, saying it's a good idea. Wow, exactly the right thing to do is the quote. Bolton said, uh, "Puts on man, Trump. that's that is why because I Trump's mean, White House aides were miserable. We could have all guessed that. Trump is impossible to brief. No one can brief Trump, according to Bolton. Much of the time was spent listening to Trump rather than Trump listening to the briefers." Bolton writes, "I made several tries to improve the transmission of intelligence to Trump, but failed repeatedly. It is what it it was what it was." That's Bolton's quote. It was what it is and now is will forever be. Bolton's initial attempt on North Korea showed the challenge. Trump set off by a comment that we had no better ally than Japan, jarringly complained about Japan's attack on Pearl Harbor. Things went downhill from there. Doy. Trump's bringing up Pearl Harbor. Things well, he wasn't even alive for. No, and and like things that he's just so, um, you know, he's because he's not an expert for, by no means on really damn near half of the There's stuff that so, he claims so, to have so much knowledge for. Absolutely. He did. He he. he trumps everything up to use a terrible pun there it, it fits he trumps everything up he spins it up and to be something he's so great at or something he knows so much about and he knows nothing he flies by the seat of his pants and that's what bolton levies countless times here uh trump complains in private that he's been too tough on russia trump asked kelly if finland is part of russia Yes, Trump tried to swap military aid to Ukraine for an investigation of Joe Biden. The thing he denied he did. <laughs> Is Finland a part of Russia? <laughs> he, asked, he asked that. Trump said invading Venezuela would be, quote, cool. Trump said his big summit with Kim Jong-un was all for show. Trump then obsessed for months over sending Kim an Elton John CD signed by him. Trump really wanted to meet Kim Jong-un again. Trump told Turkey's president he'd squash a criminal investigation, another backdoor deal he's trying to do. Wow. Uh, Trump asked Bolton to praise him on TV more. White House trade policy meetings were, quote, college food fights. That's uh, Bolton's quote. And Trump asked Attorney General Bill Barr to put journalists, quote, in jail. Wow. This is the whole CNN debacle. And that's what he wanted him to lock up. Was that number 16? Yep. That was our 16 points. And here's one that he hammers home. This is the one he calls... Trump's dirty little secret. This is apparently the worst one to come out of it, and it is quite the quite the accusation. Oh, it's yeah. The whole book is definitely accusations. That's for sure. Right, but uh, it says here, John Bolton spent almost eighteen months in very close proximity to President Trump, and someone was in and some as someone was in meetings in which major discussions in national security and foreign policy was made. Uh, let's see. He says. He conducted his, it pretty much you know, is following up with his uh, accusations about meeting Kim Jong-un being all for show. His meeting, as he says here, same thing with his meeting with Putin, was all for show. And that when they asked him what he wanted to do when he got to Russia, what topics he wanted to cover, he wouldn't let them brief him again on anything. And he said he just wanted to get good photos and he didn't really care what, what they talked about. And that... Apparently, he's running the country like he ran Trump Industries, and he's not running the country like a country. Yeah, at all. well, because he, I mean, with he his. Says exp- he, he mentions so many national leaders that he meets with or wants to meet with simply for photo ops. And he's, what he's trying to do is impart himself into history. So that now he's in history books standing next to Kim Jong un. Now he's in history books standing next to Putin. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah, this yeah. Is, these are timestamps of, of a time in history. And now his 
orange mug and floppy hair are all over. I, I do I do kind of believe that half of his motivation is for his name or his legacy, him trying to live on or make you know make Trump live forever. That's and, the long and the short of Bolton's book right there. Him, him, him. Yeah, it's it, it seems uh, super narcissistic, and that's definitely the case. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. he and he's had so much experience in the past with. The Apprentice and the hotels and all the you know the investments left and right and all all the things that he's dealt with, uh, you know Trump's had experience with focusing on creating a good image for the media, right? And and celebrities get good at that as much as they're good at being an actress or a musician or whatever that they are. But he can't even do that accurately. He has a terrible image. I know. He, Everybody shits on him, rightfully so. He makes himself a, look like a fool. But it's amazing the cult following that's behind it I, at the same time. I know it goes. It's, it speaks it's, to the radicalization of America. Yeah. Anyways, um, back to you and the non-radicalized studio john Hannon. yeah moving on uh did you hear that a uh the fbi and the department of justice are investigating the noose that was found in bubba wallace's garage so if you don't know what was going did on hear this yeah there was a noose that bubba wallace uh bubba wallace's the the african-american race car driver that uh was kind of taking a stance against the confederate flag um and you know just in general you know he's kind of speaking out for black lives matter and and uh, you know taking uh, opinions to about the injustice going on and everything uh, and supposedly there was a noose in his garage, um, you know, where he keeps his car and it, like where his shop is. Uh, and they, they're not saying um, that they know one way or the other how it would have gotten there. But it was uh, supposedly clearly a, no- a noose. And um, it was in Alabama. Uh, that's where his garage is. And, uh, yeah, the FBI and Department of Justice are investigating it now. And hopefully they can uh, get somewhere. I don't know if we would do a follow-up or not next week if they actually find something out about I don't, this i don't see why not it we seems to follow up see what happens with the justin bieber stuff that might i mean that's either going to blow up and become huge or you never be heard about again but how could it come a blip on the radar and not be followed up right? no it's somebody's bieber, gonna it's same thing here you know these are big prominent names yeah it's not uh, going to be a blip we're going to hear about this i think it's going to yeah because bubba wallace has been under a microscope as as of lately you know Absolutely. well the nascar in general with their with them taking a stance on the blue lives matter cars and yeah. bubba wallace you know and then them well, that was just one other garage that wasn't nascar yeah that was one other racing you know team that decided to make the blue lives matter card just to be correct that wasn't nascar but they are in nascar so i definitely see what yeah. you're saying and there are doubt- the whole organization has a has an eye on it there are people doubting it thinking it's another jesse smollett situation where uh that it's staged for an image you know like we were just talking about doing staging things for images yeah people are thinking that this is just like a jesse smollett type of thing right where and i'm like really at first when i Who? heard people di- discrediting this i immediately was like oh you're just being you know you're close minded your races but then i forgot well we did just kind of have an incident of this you know recently with just juicy small yay and uh and i you know i was I, so i did take a step back and go well maybe but then i was like ah, i don't know man i just feel like this was a this was some kind of a shitty warning quote-unquote warning sign from some shitty close-minded yeah, you know, racist piece of trash, and somebody who has either access to the garage right. knows that it's there, many, or or works, you know, it's a, a, I mean, with how, him. How much money do these racing garage make? Make like, yeah, how much money oh, do they yeah. make? I mean, you know, do you not think they're covered in cameras? Like, they how many how much how many dollars are on the floor in that car? In in parts and everything, technology, 
cameras are everywhere. Exactly. You know? with, it's got to be. There's got to be footage of these people with uh, the little details that they're giving. Um, that it, that does make me think that the FBI or the Department of Justice, whatever, is actually onto something. It shut some stuff down. Yeah, I think they're actually onto something because they're being like very adamant on not revealing. Mum's much. the word. Have this article is in generics. It's just like you know they talk about Bubba Wallace. What's well, not bit. redacted? Who, yeah, it's the most black lines I've seen on a on a report since <laughs> black lines were invented. Yeah, keep it going. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> Absolutely not. Black lines matter. <laughs> yeah. Do you? Uh, okay, so uh, I'll pass the next one off to you. Is it back to me? Okay, yeah. this is not so great of a story, but this is right here in our backyard, over in the handle of Pan, as they call it, Tallahassee. A man, a plan, a canal, Panama. <laughs> I don't know about that, but I was talking about the panhandle. Tallahassee. <laughs> a man openly confessed to the murders of two women, providing grisly detail about what he did, according to newly released court documents. They were obtained by the local uh, the t- Tallahassee Democrat, the newspaper over there in the what we call the handle of pan, John. Okay, Hannon. yeah. And uh, and uh, it revealed uh, the suspect, Aaron Glee, waived his right to remain silent while in police custody and reportedly gave a full account of, of how he kidnapped and killed, uh, I just want to say her last name because the first one's really hard, uh, Salu, a 19-year-old student and protester, and Victoria Sims, a 75-year-old volunteer and retired state worker. Like, do you think, or I don't know if it says anything, or maybe you don't know, or this doesn't clear it up at all, but did it sound like he was proud of it? Like, is it a thing that he was, it, 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 that's it, it doesn't way necessarily it sound proud. It just sounds like maybe it was just, it got you like, he was, he went a little crazy in the moment. And then he, uh, he like, he had to, the police were there questioning and he I had don't to know. tell him. The way it sounds, it sounds a little braggadocious. Like no, he no, was like, like it needed to happen or he, you know, he was proud of what he did or didn't regret it at least. Maybe not proud, but at least with non, with non regret he apparently uh he was in police custody already i guess they had had him because they found the bodies on his property so he's in police custody he goes to the hospital for whatever reason i think right i don't know what he was ill or maybe he got hurt i don't know it doesn't detail that but he's in the hospital with a, a an, an officer standing guard obviously because he's in custody and while there he told uh the he told the guard that he had murdered two women in tallahassee quote and he then placed a call to his mother to make this exact same omissions he had just made to that to that guard. Yeah, wow. So yeah, it says he uh, he was charged with two counts of kidnapping and murder and one count of sexual assault. Uh, the two men, the two women w- met after a recent Black Lives Matter protest. Uh, who uh, they died May twenty or this is a George Floyd uh, background talking about what the, the Black Lives Matter protests are about. But uh, Salu went missing on June sixth. Uh, followed by Sims on June 11th. Police found Salou's body behind Glee's home, covered with leaves, and found Sims under a bloody sheet in a bedroom. God, that's a, that's so, gross. That's disgusting. And I mean, he, clearly he had a goal or an intent there, you know. Uh, with, for sure. Uh, with, um, it's apparently, yeah, apparently he let, he, after he met the younger woman after a protest, uh, told her she could go back to his house, take a shower. Uh, she did. Afterwards, he tried to initiate sex. She resisted. Uh, he then overpowered her and murdered her. Um, wow. What a same thing little with the bitch. older lady. And then they, he, he was asked if he would characterize, characterize his actions as rape. Investigators wrote, quote, Glee responded in the affirmative. Oh. So he knew what he did. Like, he knew, obviously. Yeah. He made a huge fucking mistake. And knows the consequences. And he said he of- put her behind the, he put her under the leaves because he freaked out after he didn't, he, he freaked out, he killed her, he didn't mean to kill her. Then he said he had to hide her body to get away with it. <sighs> and then he ended up just telling because he knew. 
There's a body in his house and a body behind his house. Uh, that guy's in for a hell of a ride in jail. He, yeah. He's going to uh, he's gonna enjoy himself, I bet. Uh, Watch. I don't know. We'll see about that. Watch how much fun he's going to have We'll give a follow-up on that. Just kidding. We'll never hear about that guy again. He's going to rot in prison. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's going to die in a few months, Moving but on. somebody's going to stab him. Sh- shank. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Uh, Back to you, did, John. Did you hear? This is the last one I have, actually. Cool. Um, I got one more, too. Oh, yeah? I okay. think so. Uh, did you hear that The Undertaker... Uh, uh, his name is Mark Calloway, his real name. Really? Yeah. I never knew that. He's not The Undertaker anymore because he's retired from the WWE. He's the Gravedigger. <laughs> After 33 years, uh, he's calling it quits. He you know, was notorious for being undefeated at WrestleMania for I forget how long in a row. He did lose at some point. Um, one time only, but he was, you know, famous for going undefeated at WrestleMania and being, uh, you know, it, in the, in WWE when it was WWF and from the very beginning, um, I mean, I loved watching him when I was uh, on a wrestling kick. Uh, he, I'm a huge fan of his. I know he was a good basketball player too. I think he played Division Two uh, college basketball. Really? Well, he's a giant man. I think he like only lo- makes sense. Oh yeah, yeah. He- I did not know any of this though. I don't know anything about this man. Oh really? Yeah, I thought he like like double dead bodies. That's yeah, well, because I was me. I was gonna like start the story off talking about Mark Calloway, and then see if you knew. I never would have. You should have done it. That would have been one of the things you stumped me on ever in your life, John. Oh Hannon. damn! I could can't it. fucking stump me except <laughs> on that. I could have been at the end. Well, that's the Undertaker. Yeah, Dung. I would have been like, and that man grew up to be Barack Obama. <laughs> yeah. I don't fucking know. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he's fifty five now. So I mean, it's a it's not a bad time to retire. But that's crazy. He's so only fifty five. Thirty three years old. Yeah, you do the math. Thirty three <laughs> old. Thirty three years in in the bu- in the business in or the in the business. company. So twenty twenty two. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's young, but that's yeah. Straight out of straight out of college, he went to wrestling college. Came straight out with his degree in choke slamology, <laughs> choke slamology, and uh, fucking put it to good work, yeah, sir. Th- that was his paid whole, off those student loan debts. I bet his whole life. Is was spent in absolutely in wrestling entertainment. He's gonna stay in wrestling entertainment some one way or another. I, I he's do gonna think. get behind a mic or do, I don't know, do promos or just be like a figure that does stuff. Maybe yeah, but he, what, he'll take a hard break. I feel like with wrestling, they always do that. They always say, "Oh, so and so's retired." Exactly. Then five years from now, right? Sixty-year-old Undertaker coming out of retirement. Undertaker digs him from his grave. Yeah, they're like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Paul Bear's alive again, and he's digging him up. I can't believe that's your story. That's cool though. Yeah, no, it's a. Uh, I, I mean, I love The Undertaker. He was one of the most fun, you know, during the character era when it was Undertaker and his brother Kane and, you know, Y2J and uh, Y2J. Heartbreak Kid. And what? Who are these people? Triple H. What? Yeah. Hunter Helmsley? Don't know what you're talking about. The Rock? Who? <laughs> <laughs> the People's, what you say? <laughs> the People's Choice for President 2020? Yeah. Get on the Rock train. Yeah. Is uh, The Undertaker's big slogan was Dead Man Walking. You know, oh, is that what he, he said? He had all those. What was his intro music? Was it like his own song or was it like somebody else's song that was famous well, no, and no, he no. made it, took it for that? that was Did he big, have somebody make him a cool one? There was like a brief stint there. I forget for how long exactly, but it was like, uh, was it Fred Durst? It was keep rolling, rolling. Rolling, oh, because rolling. he came out on the mi- on the motorcycle at that time. Yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. those days. I do re- like the little bit of wrestling I saw in that era. I remember seeing him come out on the yeah, motorcycle. But like most of it, most of the time, it was the lights would go out and you'd see like fog and a little bit of like UV light or whatever. And then right. you oh, okay, some real creepy shit. Of course, <laughs> dun, and, and dun, yeah. like a, was it a bell? And yeah, the the bell would ring, the, the lights would go out, and you're like the fucking Undertaker's here. <laughs> The bell tolls. <laughs> Metallica, John's favorite band. <laughs> I hate them so much. <laughs> uh, yep, that was my last one. Back That's your to last you. one. I got one last one too. It's funny you brought that up. Did you hear 
With all the controversy currently going on in the WWE, Vince McMahon vows to clean it up. Anyone caught going against his new hardline rules, he plans to use, quote, choke slams to send their career on its last ride oh. straight to the tombstone. <laughs> I like it. Okay. That's a short story. That's all I got. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Vince McMahon, keep doing you, bro. Um, this has been episode 142 of Funny to Informing. How about you? Uh, I'm John. That's Chris Pizza Peisenberg Coleman. And we hope that you guys enjoy listening as much as we enjoy chatting and shooting the shit. shit. You can laugh with us or at us. It does not matter. And call it Tip Your Choke Slammers. Dong. Check. Old school soldiers blasting out the hot ish. That rock ish. Put and bounce in the mosh pit. <laughs>